0: What a difference a week can make. Yeah, the uh, SP has some news to share with us if he wants, if uh, we'll just let him start off episode 26 in that vein. First of all, first of all, I just want to say that Ian Jagan is still a coward. (laughs) Let's start with that. Secondly, um, I'm pretty sure I'm 99% certain that I have COVID-19. Somehow, lost my sense of smell, but somehow, Ghatia... I can still taste. So basically, the, the only clarification we need from this now: Guju food is COVID resistant. <laughs> for uh, for the non-Indian uh, people, do you want to explain what Katya is? Do I, I, I honestly? I have absolutely no idea how they make it. What it is, whatever it is, <laughs> deep fried, salty. It tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> you you go go ahead and explain. Whatever it is you want to explain about I'm going to munch out. I'm munching out on my ghatia. No, I am not uh, capable of explaining ghatia. Don't worry. (laughs) I don't think any of us are. (laughs) Anyway. um, Welcome back to the No Falls Cricket Podcast. This is episode 26, I believe. We've gone past our... um, uh, We've gone past 25, so not bad. Um, However sporadic they have been. Uh we have two conclusions from it. We are hilarious. Our names are Siddhan Pradan and Aditya Devrat, um, <clears throat> also known as um, the former respected journalist. And I am still club cricketer, by the way. By the way, just 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 so you know. By the way, still club cricketer. Yes, yes, you have been selected, blah, blah, blah. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> University. Yeah, yeah. I think well, let's call it that okay fine university cricket now, um and um, we normally have a third but um he's a coward so he's not here his name's ian Jagan. i mean honestly let's be let's be a little fair to him because we did go in on him quite a lot we don't normally have a third but he, we did want to have a third fairly often he has actually only shown up for like one or two episodes um we would like to have ian on more often though so yes ian stop being a coward okay good uh, i was just waiting for you to come back to the point <laughs> um, um yes. so let's just get straight in because we really don't we don't want to run over like we did last time um yeah. <clears throat> so last time we spoke to you we were still holding out hope that india would qualify for the semi final of the world t20 that or sorry no it is officially now the t20 world cup i forgot i can't call it the world t20 anymore um world t20 is a much cooler name don't you think it's still the world t20 no now it's officially called the t20 world cup you can't. no it I mean, isn't yeah it is no, it yeah. the, the hashtag is T20 World Cup. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, it, Dude, okay. Whatever, the tournament is still, still called the World T20. You and me can argue <laughs> about this all night long. My COVID will disappear before we end arguing about this. Well, uh, point being, yes, India, we, we were hoping for a miracle for India. It did not happen. New Zealand qualified for the semifinals, having beaten Afghanistan fairly comprehensively in the end, um, which on probably was not as big of a surprise. Uh, so the, we got to the first semi-finalists. We will get to that in a bit. Uh, just a quick roundup of what's been happening in the cricket world elsewhere. Not really that much in general, but uh, there is there is a women's series going on between Pakistan and West Indies. I will just tell you that the West Indies have won the first two ODIs. Um, and, that, and then, of course, the women's Big Bash is going on. Um, Nothing. The last time we mentioned that uh, Harmanpreet and Chamayma and Rodrigues had had some had had some uh, starring moments, nothing that uh, sort of highlight worthy since then. But uh, the tournament is going on. Beth Mooney has had a has uh, has put in a masterclass in the most recent round of fixtures. Um, so, if you are interested in that, please keep following. Uh, anything else in the roundup that we want to get into? No, we really just want to get into discussing the World T Twenty now. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, T <T20> Twenty World Cup. <laughs> and I, we, I do have like a, maybe a one minute or two minute uh, update on the whole Yorkshire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So the the Yorkshire CEO had resigned. That that had happened before uh, we had even recorded the last time. Um, it's it is important note that the guy who resigned then. actually not the person who was CEO during the entire period of um no uh, that was a man named colin graves no no i'm not talking about oh you're not talking about Colin Graves. okay i I am suddenly losing out on uh uh, on on names so hang on let me uh check the name i mean now give me give me two seconds mark arthur is the guy i'm talking about no sorry mark arthur is not the guy i'm talking about (laughs) there's been a lot of resignations and there's been one very impressive appointment and he will Yes, we will. I will get back. To get back onto who resigned and who I was talking about. Basically, some guy called Lord Himesh Patel uh, has been appointed the new C, uh, the new sort of executive at. Stop. Um, His name is Lord Kamlesh Patel. Kam- Kamlesh- <laughs> Sorry, all these Guju names. Lord Kamlesh Patel. Can we? Can we? Uh, can we just take a moment to focus on the fact that there's a Lord Kamlesh Patel. Yeah, and he's not even born in India. He's from Uganda originally. Right, uh, he is he is now <coughs> at um Yorkshire Cricket. He did finally, on a, on behalf of Yorkshire Cricket, issue um, as and uh, an apology. Uh, he is like kind of close friends with Colin Graves, which is slightly problematic, but just the fact that he's not white probably gives him a leg up in this particular reckoning. Joe Root released a statement about generally talking about. How he's how he's saddened by things happening at Yorkshire. He somehow, in a long statement, managed to not mention Rafiq's name even once, or address the fact that he was in the Yorkshire setup when any of this when these things were happening, and you know he may or may not have seen it, or address the fact that Gary Balance was it was his flatmate. Um, so, but of course he's he's England captain. He said some nice things, so people loved it. But uh, quite frankly, it was a very underwhelming statement on the matter. Uh, it was one of those statements that Modi would have made. Yeah. Very PR friendly. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Very PR friendly and really had nothing of um, of value in it. Um, so quite disappointing from that. Uh, Jofra Archer did um, a televised interview with Sky yesterday and he did say that um, the whole fracas around all of this is probably going to set English cricket back a few years. Yeah, and it does, I mean, <clears throat> We, we glossed over this point last time around, but it was, um, we, like, given that what's been happening in, in, in terms of racism and the awareness around it in cricket in the last year or so, you know, England have, all, of course, made a point of, like, dealing for Black Lives Matter. I think, you know, there's just, at some point in time, there just has to be a stock taken of all the other different types of discrimination happening in cricket and probably England need that reckoning now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think it's it's about time, and, and um, Yorkshire has been a club beset by <clears throat> by it. So, I mean, it's the best place to start, ironically. Yeah. Um. I, yes, I think we are. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the update on on Yorkshire. When I find that name, I was thinking of I will probably just interject at some point saying, "Oh, I remember." But huh, let's let's go on for that. And moment. I will also go. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> let's carry on on to the world T20 <coughs> once, you, once you're done with your COVID coughing yeah, I'm done now <laughs> uh, j- just so you know just so you know um, COVID cannot be transferred through a computer screen yes he is isolating we are also even if he weren't isolating we live like 5000 miles apart so we're, we're fine I would, yeah, although I really be. want to be closer to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no I, actually I, you don't want no no no, no I don't hang on, you know, I do I, want to be closer no to. no I do not I remember the last time I was closer you got stuck on Andheri Bridge let's not go back there <laughs> and they, I wonder how many COVID cases have been passed by people stuck on Andheri Bridge to be fair I, that, That's cool. like, ba- Bombay is a hotspot Andheri Bridge is like a hotspot within the hotspot Bombay has fewer cases and Manchester, just FYI. Okay, past tense is what I mean. (laughs) Good, good. Carry (laughs) on. Uh, Yes, so the the World T20, as it were. Um, So the two semi final lineups got set. Uh, New Zealand played uh, England in one, Australia (laughs) played Pakistan in the other. Everyone is expecting an England Pakistan final. So, of course, we got the New Zealand Australia. (laughs) <laughs> two two other things happened. Um, <clears throat> Jimmy Nishim finally beat England. He finally did it, <laughs> and then he stood there and said, "Job's not done." Yes, yeah. There is um, an iconic picture of uh, of the entire New Zealand team c- celebrating, and 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 uh, Nishim just sitting on his chair with his arms crossed. And then Pakistan managed to lose a match to Matthew Fucking Wade. <laughs> <laughs> But, but honestly, the second semi was possibly the most Pakistan game I've ever seen in my life. I know, I know. It was disappointing because we should have won that game. But they were a few runs short, maybe, and then the bowling sort of collapsed from the end. Yeah, it did. It did, it definitely did. Um, but uh, which one? Actually, it doesn't matter. But do you want to do Australia Pakistan first or New Zealand England first? Let's go chronologically. So let's do New Zealand England first. Yeah, Because my tweet is legendary. I'm going to put it up right here. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't praise SP. I mean, you guys know us. We don't praise each other that much. So, when I go out of my way to praise SP, it, you know it's, it's probably something good. His tweet was genuinely genius. That is on the speed for you there. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, yes, count boundaries now. Best part is, of course, they would lose even on a boundary count. Boundary. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most brilliant win, right? Although, having said that, when I, when I did put it up, I didn't check the boundary count. I just went with it. <laughs> New Zealand did have one, actually boundary. Not that it matters anymore because thankfully cricket figured out rules to not rely on boundary contacts. But yeah. Yeah, Um, instead of just giving England a trophy. That actually win one and they couldn't. Yes. That should be the history of English cricket. That they needed a technicality to win the only time they won a trophy. And a huge slice of luck. Even when they won the World T20. No, yeah, that's oh I forgot they've all no, no sorry, yeah. I should the only one day trophy they've ever won. Not I, actually the old T twenty was a fairly decent win that they had. Yeah, but they got really lucky because they were losing to Ireland and the game got washed out. No, forgetting uh, yeah. that. They could have got knocked yeah. out of the tournament then. That is true. That is yeah. True. <clears throat> anyway. Um yeah. so they came into the tournament as possibly the most bulletproof team, other than that ridiculous loss to South Africa on a flat tack at Charger where they had to chase down 190. Yeah. Um And, you know, you'd have backed them when they got, what, 160-odd on a iffy kind of surface in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't one of those, like, dew-filled pitches and surfaces where, you know, uh, bowling second was going to be that tough. It was tough, but not as tough as other games in the tournament. No, and then they knocked off guptil and Williamson within the first three overs. Yeah, Exactly. So, defending 166, they, they were ahead for most of that game, actually. New Zealand needed 107 to win from the last from the last 10 overs. Yep. They, they did got it in nine. They, ha- they got in 9. they got 109 and 9, yeah. Um, despite England getting a crazy spell from Liam Livingston, of all people. Not that Livingston is a bad limited overs bowler, but no one expects him to take 2 for 22 in a in a T20. Didn't Gurkirath uh, compare him to Jadeja? <laughs> Yes, Gurkija. they compare them. I think when it comes to limited overs bowling and especially T20 bowling, he he's got a fair point. Livingston is probably the better T20 bowler. Okay, fine. Let's not get into that because that's a whole other argument for a whole other time. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, no, I mean they did really well. England to get firstly yeah. to get to one hundred and sixty. Um, it's weird. David Milan was possibly the best batsman that day. Yes, which uh, I, I suppose people have been waiting for uh, ever since he finally started getting picked as a number three in that side. Mm. Uh, but yeah, David Milan came in. Obviously, this happens largely thanks to uh, Miss Jason Roy's unfortunate in- injury. There, uh, Milan came in, kind of screwing, I guess, a, a few of our um, fantasy moves also because a lot of people started picking. I don't know who all. Started getting picked as Jason Roy replacements, but anyway, James Vince and the like, Sam James. Billings, <laughs> Vince and Sam Billings. That's it. Well, I mean, yeah. Billings did play, but he didn't really do much. Yeah, anyway, but uh, but yeah, Livingston, has, <clears throat> Livingston came in, gave a good kick, uh, g- uh, sorry, gave a good kick to the innings at the end, took them to 166. Of course, the bowling helped, but then Jimmy Neesham happened. Yeah, Jimmy Neesham basically turned the game around. Um, mean, took on Jordan, deposited him into those weird. I don't know, coffin-type things on the... You guys have been watching. Have you noticed that in Abu Dhabi, especially on the grass bank, they have those weird sort of coffiny fenced areas for families. I thought it was strange. I don't know. So I'm just going to call them the coffins from now on. Um, so Nishan just basically, you know, slammed Jordan into the coffins a few times. Um, right. There was one fairly poetic moment in that. So, I'm. I mean... By now, of course, everyone's seen like the mashed-up replays and everything. But we'll just do a very small recap. But of course, people remember the 2019 World Cup, uh, ODI World Cup final. There was that moment where Stokes hit a ball towards the boundary. Trent Bolt caught it and hit, stepped on the boundary with the ball in his hands. Uh, somehow, the way the universe works, Nishim hits the ball to the boundary in this match. Besto takes a great diving catch and his and then runs into the boundary with his knee touching before he can get rid of the ball. So. It's sort of poetic payback for for that last moment. Um, yeah, and <clears throat> that was basically it. Nisham made twenty seven of ten, got out, and then Devin Conway finished the job. And then wait, wait, wait it gets funnier. No, 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 no. you you miss you miss the uh, you're you're Oh sorry, about... sorry, not Devin Conway. I meant uh, my bad. Darryl. There we go. <laughs> I meant uh, what's his name? Man, Daryl Mitchell finished the job. Darryl, yes. yeah. Oh, and then to add. Uh, Insult to injury, Devin Conway in when he got out, he was so angry with himself. He punched his bat, and I think he broke him at a couple. So he's out of the final. It's literally, I mean, we say add insult to injury because that's the that's the phrase, but he's literally just adding injury to, to insult there. Um, hilarious. I can't I cannot get over that fact that he's out of the final. <laughs> anyway. Uh, didn't, didn't Ben's a few years ago or maybe even more recently missed a match because he like punched a window or something in the dressing room. At, no, he punched at, a wall. Punched a wall, yeah. Uh, peep, sport I believe was that was punched. in the long room, actually. I think, yeah, that's what I think. I also yeah, think I, I'm sure it was Lord. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so New Zealand pulled off a heist. There was a stat I saw that, that apparently 57 is the most number of runs scored in the last four overs of any T20 uh, international game. Bear in mind, New Zealand scored those 57 runs <laughs> in um, three. Anyway, uh, that was semi-final number one. So England are on the next flight out home. We um, yeah, a, a bit of a disappointing one for England. <coughs> one of my favourites, I guess, outside of India and West Indies, England would have been everyone's safe bet. Um, sort of yeah. fell apart. I, obviously, the injuries didn't help with Jamal Mills and Mark Wood and then, of course, Jason Roy. Ben Stokes not being available for the selection from the start, but they had you know breezed through to the to the semifinals looking fairly convincing. Look, Chris Jordan lost in the game. Plain and <laughs> simple. Jimmy Nation won New Zealand that game, Chris Jordan Chris lost Jordan it. Jordan right? is, I think Chris Jordan is probably not bowling that over if Tamal Mills is fit. Or Mark Wood. So I mean No, Tamar Jordan's would... still that go to that goal, So he's definitely bowling that over. I I mean. Jordan's also his, his death over reputation is a little inflated now. He's Chris Jordan. We know he's a bit shit. Um, he's just been really good this tournament till that over. And then the real Chris Jordan came out. And as the boys said, on the, as the West Indian boys said, right? That over was pure beige and Everything else was English. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so that's semi final one. <clears throat> and then we got treated to an even, I thought the second game was even better. It because was, it, it was it, no it because it was, score. More, it was even more chaotic. Yeah, it, it was way was... more chaotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Um, so Pakistan win the uh, no, sorry, Australia win the toss put Pakistan in. <coughs> uh, they get um, I thought they got Babar Azam when they were on 50 right? already. Uh 70, 71 for one. 71. Rizwan, who struggled all night, then decides to go hell for leather. Um and those two started slowly and, and that's yeah. always a concern with, with Pakistan. It just hadn't been shown up by any of the bowling attacks so far but came, uh, came to the fore here. No, it was a night for spinners as well. Zampa did really well and he was the only one that looked like he could keep the runs down. Um, Fakir Zaman basically tore into Mitchell Stark at the end. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and Josh Hazelwood went basically the basically went to, went to journey that night. Um, and they ended up with 176 Competitive, Really good score. Yeah, it was a good score, but it was probably two better openers, like more quick striking openers, probably give them 20 more runs than that. And that may have made the difference. Maybe. Maybe. But it was still a good effort. I thought the pitch did look a bit too paced, a, a little bit. Yeah, And then... you look at it, you know, Rizwan scored at a strike rate of 130. And that's after starting fairly slowly accelerated. Azam finished with a strike rate of 114 and fuckers gets a strike rate of 170. So if someone can match or even get to like 140, 150 on that pitch, you're getting more runs and you're probably winning that game. Anyway, second half, cue the chaos. Right? So, first, the first over, I think second or third ball, Aaron Finch, Plum LB. Given out... Did it, I don't remember if he reviewed. I don't think oh, he, did. he didn't. He, he, didn't he, did. it. He, he didn't review, right? Gets given out on field and um, walks. Two balls later, say almost similar delivery, and they have this monster appeal. Was it uh, who's back? Who who came in at three? I was Mitchell Marsh, sorry. Right, Mitchell Marsh. Shaina Freedy again, big curving in swinging yorker. Um, pings him on the toe. Gaffney, unmoved. And I, I mean, unmoved, right? Chaos all around. Baba's flying in one direction. Rizwan's flying in one direction. Chai Afridi is halfway down the pitch. There's about eight fielders in his ear. Still says not out, right? Reviewed. Umpires call on, on stumps, on line. Umpires call on wickets. Okay. <clears throat> Such such bad luck for them. Such bad luck. If he'd been given out, they would have been four for two and the whole game would have changed. Um, Anyway, so, Marsh and Warner, who then suddenly decides that he's found his mojo, start and have a decent partnership. Nothing really happens. Warner then decides that he's going to take Hassan Ali to the absolute cleaners. Um, I think his first over went for 15 or something like that. and Hassan Ali remains a key figure in this game. So, a couple of partnerships. Then suddenly, Shadab Khan comes on and picks up four in his spell. Changes the game. <clears throat> Australia are in a similar situation to New Zealand by this point, where they need something like... But they got a good start. So, they were about... I wouldn't say 100 of 10, but they needed about 90 of the last 10 of them. That's when the fun really kicked off, because the wickets started falling. By the time they were five down... Um, Warner had been dismissed for 60 odd. Um, Steve Smith got out trying to slog one. Um, if I recall cor- correctly, Warner walked. Um... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Warner was part Warner had gone by then. Uh, Warner walked, and then when they showed you the replays and showed you Snicko, the ball was about two miles away from the bat. And you're wondering why would he walk for that? I was just bizarre. Um basically yeah, I it's a real bizarro world if you if anyone like him <laughs> but we woke up then to to a cricket world where David Warner is a good guy. Very crazy bizarre place to be in, where he's not, but yeah, he walked when he wasn't even out. So that was his wet dream. Then his worst nightmare came true about 20 minutes later. Uh <laughs> so Matthew Wade and uh Stoynis. Then eventually get in to bat, and um, again it comes down to Hasan Ali. His one big one over. I think they needed something like fifty odd of the last four. Again, one of his overs goes for twenty. Then in the next over, Shai Nafisi bowls one on leg stump. Matthew Wade slams one all the way out to the leg the leg side boundary. Guess who spills the catch? Our very own Hassan Ali. He had a mare. It, that the end of that match was so unbelievably chaotic. You will not believe. Um, and you could see mines getting frazzled, and then Matthew Wade hitting these big, big sixes. Um, Shai Nafridi missing his lengths, then Wade yeah. scooping him for six a couple of times, and he eventually did that to finish the game as well. Pakistan must hate the scoop shot at this point. I will put that as well. Here it is. <laughs> that is the tweet for you. Enjoy. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, but it was just, it was an amazing cricket match. It really was. But again, they won with one over to spare. Yeah. And it was um, ju- just that the way that, that like late overs charge that Wade and... Uh, and- and Stoinis gave which was fairly impressive. No one really expected this from Australia. Honestly, I mean, they had a few impressive wins in the group stages, but also they were playing slightly subpar opposition. I guess um, you know, sh- they they had the, the win against South Africa was impressive, but uh, Sri sh- sh- Lanka, Bangladesh. I mean, Sri Lanka had looked somewhat impressive, but you you expect those wins for Australia. They got slaughtered by England, and that kind of felt like. A statement that this is where Australia are at, in, in T20 cricket at the moment. I mean, you know, Steve Smith is still being Steve Smith, just like not a good T20 batsman at this stage. But somehow here they are, they're winning. They're, they're in the final. They're Australia. Um, few stats. So, only the second T20 final that um, Australia have reached. They lost the last one to England, ironically. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> both times they've beaten Pakistan in the semi. Um, yeah, yeah that, was, that, that first one was a, was a proper heist. That classic Michael Hussey innings. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a classic game where he absolutely bossed side Ajmal out the ground. Um, that was in St. Lucia. Dan Sammy might have something to say about that. Um, <laughs> also, please, for the love of God, Dan Sammy, you've got kids. He's got kids. That's why he can't sit in one of those coffins in Abu Dhabi. He actually said that on him. Um, I swear to God, he said that on it. <laughs> i got kids of course not in that voice um, <clears throat> and um, i got kids no I, I can't do the Darren Sammy accent man it's, it's impossible um, you get your ass on the pod so we can get a more accurate accent hello my name is Darren Sammy that's French he's, he's from St. Lucia he is French you fucking moron no, but that, that, that's like no 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 there's a difference between St. Lucia a uh, St. Lucia accent and a French accent? Anyway. Um, aside from the bad accents those are two semi-finals. Um, New Zealand against England, uh, Australia in the final. It's a repeat of the 2015 World Cup. Now New Zealand have already taken revenge over oh, one team where they lost a final two in this tournament. Will they take revenge over the other? Yeah, the New Zealand revenge tour is is uh, is well and truly on. And Jimmy Nisham has said that the job is not done yet. They are the 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 Devin Conway injury is going to be a bit of a hindrance for them. I wonder how they reshuffle that batting lineup. I'm guessing Tim, Tim... comes. Yeah, Tim Syfford comes <laughs> in. I think that's logical one. Yeah. 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 Unless they go something stupid like Mark Chapman, which would be insane. Yeah, that would. I feel like New Zealand is a more sort of solid setup. They don't, really, though. I mean, Daryl Mitchell is probably the, the the example against that. He'd never opened in T Twenty cricket before this, and mm-hmm. now he's, um, yeah. But um, there you go. He's, <coughs> he's uh, now he's he's the star of that team. Yeah, New Zealand, obviously, um, with Trent Bolt uh, taking you know bowling at the top. He's always got chances of getting the the Aussie batsman Aussie openers out. Um, the toss is going to be huge which is i think i think a lesson to the icc we need to have tournaments where tournament matches where tosses are not as influential maybe uh, yeah
1: it's
0: batting, also fun though it is yeah but batting first shouldn't become so much of a challenge that like you're literally down to needing a miracle to win based on losing the toss yeah well i think that's a lesson for the curators more than anybody Probably, but it's a, it's a conditions thing more than curators, right? Because like, maybe you just have to play more day games if you're playing in the UAE. If when you play night games, you're kind of just skewing the game way too much in favor of the side chasing. If you have a flat wicket where you can belt the ball from start to finish, what difference will a little bit of dew make? It makes a difference. Look at, look at places like Wankhede where you get flat decks, but even then there's an advantage batting second because of the due in a, in a night game also true also remember both semifinals have been one chasing where the yeah. scores were pretty dramatic and uh, yeah. <clears throat> they did chase quite a bit in the back end of the innings so yeah exactly exactly um anyway who are you banking on come on uh heart says new zealand i just i don't i I genuinely think Australia are not that good at T20 side but they've gotten to the finals somehow. Um, but honestly, New Zealand aren't a great T20 side either. So, I don't know. It's it's not... Uh, it, I, it's... <clears throat> hard to pick. I want New Zealand to win. I'm going New Zealand simply because the niche bomb he'll strike again. Yeah, I hope Kane Williamson uh, shows up in this final. I mean, not that he hasn't shown up in other finals either but I would just like to see him play a good innings, defining but innings. This has It has one of those feelings about it where Australia will just get completely bossed in the first half and then New Zealand will play, you know, oh, we need 120 to win. Let's do it at 6-0 kind of <laughs> thing. <laughs> just has one of those feelings about it. I, I don't know. I, I just have a feeling that if, uh, you know, if Australia don't win the toss, it could be a long day out for them. And it is a T20. Yeah, it is also, I think you, you are going to see some of the better limited over spin bowling here because Adam Zampa is great. Um, yeah, the Sodi, Sodi santner combination can be quite lethal. It, yeah. They really restrict the runs. Um, yeah, that that should be a good contest to see which one of those comes out on top. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, it should be fun. It should be a really fun final. Um, we're both looking forward to it. Yes. Um, and yeah, Anything else you want to add before we move on to our favorite segment of the evening? No, that's pretty much it. Okay. So on that very happy note, it is time to move on to my favorite segment of the evening, which is New Bulls Cricket Awards. So I don't know who you're giving award for like our general being shitty sort of uh, award, but I There's would There's only say- one award to hand hang out today. Come on, even you know who it is. And for what as well. I wanted, I would say let's give you the award for your tweet. But honest. But uh, let's oh, am I winning an award today? Oh damn! Okay. But fine. if you want to give someone else the award, please go for it. <coughs> well, no, I didn't realize that we had two awards. Okay, fine. You can give me that one. Damn! I didn't even realize I'd win my own award. Um no. But I want the first award, of course, is for on-field affairs. And um, come on, you know who it's going to. Or there it a couple candidates? But I would say Hassan Ali probably deserves it the most. Hassan Ali and Pakistan have managed to lose a semifinal to Matthew fucking Maid. <laughs> Let that sink in. They win the award. Um, J- Honorable mention, Jimmy Neesham for his... Uh, not, not for his innings, but for his picture and his tweet after the game. <laughs> he didn't move. <laughs> Is that good enough to win an award? Maybe not. I think... Uh, Honestly, have, had we just, had we not, had he not tweeted, though, though the tweet was good, but if all we had was just that image, it was just great. <laughs> and everyone on Twitter was waiting for his response later anyway. Yes. Right. <clears throat> Second award of the evening. Oh, do I have to present it to you now? No fucking shy. <laughs> <laughs> uh so I did, so as we put up this tweet uh, earlier on in the video, so you guys have seen it now honestly this 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 uh, we need more followers because this is a sort of tweet tweet that deserves to go uh viral. It does bear mentioning that again New Zealand won the boundary count this time, but in any case, SP managing to combine D- Dinesh Ramdin and trolling <laughs> England in one tweet deserves an award. <coughs> thank you thank you um unfortunately due to my covid i'm not there in person to accept the award um even though i can't physically reach out and grab through a computer screen oh, why we should we should uh, we should get phil to present you an award he's there he's he's he's, uh, he's someone broke to... phil oh my god someone broke phil yeah his one of his arms is like hanging i think <laughs> i need to see this <laughs> we but don't have a mascot you know, for you know, the foreseeable future. For those of you who don't remember, Phil is our uh, octopus slash um, He He's not an octopus. He's the fucktipus. The but apparently now he does not have seven tentacles. Sorry, he does not have eight te- tentacles. He only has seven. No, no. He has eight tentacles. Right? He does. Right. Okay. But instead of five middle fingers, now he's got three proper ones. One where the actual tip of the middle finger is missing, and one where the finger is hanging off down somewhere like this. <laughs> this guy, he, Phil, needs a. I think you need to put up a picture of Phil. Add it to the end of the video, and 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 check my check my Instagram for later. Yes. On that very happy note, it is time to end. Um, thank you very much for watching. Um, few things to remember. Starting with? Oh, you actually know, you tell us about the video stuff. The audio stuff includes one uh, funny mention that we have to... Oh, yeah. okay, fine. Um, oh, right. Okay, that's where you're going to put the audio. Yeah, 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 fine, 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 fine. That makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> it's something that we haven't mentioned on the pod, but we've been saving it for now. Yeah. Um, so firstly, remember that Ian Jagan is a coward. Has been and always will remain one um, until he comes on the pod. Secondly, the one, the um, secondly, I did Florentino Perez's drugs and I got COVID, um, so don't do Florentino Perez's drugs. Thirdly, um, we have a Guju as chairman of, um, of of Yorkshire now, so just remember that uh, Ghatia is um, is uh, COVID resistant. <laughs> And fourth and last, please don't don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Click the bell icon that's floating somewhere around and remain notified of all our upcoming videos and all other content that we can think of putting up. And give us a like on YouTube. And also please leave comments behind because seemingly no one does that. Now on to him. Yes. uh, For our audio roundup, um, I would still say do first, do uh, Perez's drugs because I think probably that's not why could, as we got COVID and also if he, if if it is I'm sure the drugs are still gonna help him forget that he has COVID for a while so it's a good it's a, it's pro- they're probably still useful. Um, Ian stop being a coward get on the pod. Um, do I have any other barbs to add? No, I don't. So uh, the audio roundup is a little interesting this time because we have made a discovery this week uh so two discoveries actually i'll start by saying yes <clears throat> I'll, I'll start by saying that we that um yes you can listen to us on spotify on apple on uh, podcast addict and anchor um also on pocketcast but not apparently on google podcast because i don't know whether this is a long running theme and i've just managed to discover it now or something has changed in the past week but apparently the google Postca- podcast link for our pod now links to the to a pod that is very similarly named. It's called, <laughs> it's called No Balls, the Cricket Podcast. You can see why this would be confusing. That podcast has, is, is done not by two, two idiots with random opinions who have, ba- who have barely touched a cricket bat- batten angle apart from you know, random club games and whatever. That's, that podcast is run by two international cricketers, Alex Hartley and Kate Cross. You can understand why they've called it "no balls" because it's clearly obvious. Um, so we would like to apologize if we to to uh, cross and Hartley for uh, maybe stealing the thunder if we have. Um, otherwise, this is just a very funny coincidence that two similarly named podcasts have now actually gotten mixed up by Google's backend. And SP has an update on this, or a separate, a tangential update. <laughs> I have a feeling Google Google podcast is actually pissed off at us because. I was scrolling through Bumble the other day, and I definitely swiped right on Kate Cross. (laughs) So just you know, this is out there in the universe now. She sees it, and yeah, whatever. Um, it? It has been what four to five days. Yeah, it's been about five days now. Right, Uh, Kate Cross. If you're on, but if you opened Bumble anytime recently, if you see SP on it. Um, swipe right for a good time.